0: all right all right all right you know what time shake, it is shake, 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 it's time shake, to get funky shake, funky, shake, funky shake like funky funky, white funky, funky, funky 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 everybody clap your hands clap, clap. welcome <laughs> <laughs> that was <just> a joke <laughs> thanks for clarifying that
1: that was a joke i appreciate it might have gone unnoticed otherwise
0: Welcome to Opinions That No One Asks For, or uh, Otnof, or The Nof. My name is Jordan. And I'm McKay. And this is a show where two guys sit down and give their opinions on basically anything. From hair renewal products, to lazy workout plans, and to the great interweb radios. Uh, the interweb radio? What is interweb radio? Plural. Into radios. I guess you have to listen and find out.
1: <laughs> wow, the unknowns must the be day. really good content. I can't wait to find out what we're talking about. I've never heard of any of these things.
0: Also, good things out there, McKay. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll show you one day <laughs> when you're old enough. Yeah, please help enlighten me, Oh, McKay, my good friend. Mm. How are you doing on this fine day?
1: I'm good. I'm.
0: Why do you say it like that? I'm What's like, wrong? Are you I'm, okay?
1: I'm like. <laughs> we, we can hold okay, hands. no, it's all right. We hold hands a little bit. <laughs> Dear listener, we held hands. No, and, End of no, co- commentary. No, 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 no. Um, I'm like, I don't know, it's been a week where it's just like, I'm trying to find reasons to not complain about being tired the whole week. You know what I mean? You have weeks like that. How do you go... Or, uh, or whenever someone's like, how's it going? I don't want to just always be like, oh, I'm, I'm so tired, tired. and I mm. wish that I could take three days off and do nothing. But that's how I feel, essentially. But it's all good. Life's not bad. I just... There's a lot going on with school and work and we are, I, I am approaching the end of my college experience here in about seven months. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do taps, like so I can remember the tune. Taps, like when people die. Yeah, ba, ba, yeah. Ba,
0: ba, yep. ba, ba. That's the one.
1: Okay. I saw you like about to say something. So I stopped and then I just <laughs> like, really quiet. <laughs> um, Yeah. So it's kind of nerve wracking because I need to get job experience and find internships and things this summer to prepare to not be homeless after I graduate. And more importantly, to make sure my wife isn't homeless after we graduate. Aww. Yeah. Oh, I don't want her to be homeless. (laughs) How chivalrous of me. Yeah, I know. I'm a gentleman.
0: I'll be homeless for you, babe.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'll be homeless so she doesn't have to be.
0: You take the cardboard house.
1: (laughs) I'll sleep in the dog bed we pulled out of the Walmart dumpster. um but yeah Yeah. so it's like good it's just just like a lot you're on the hunt right now yeah kind of but it's also like lots of homework like as the semester progresses there's more work to do on that so it's like i need to be job hunting but i also need to be working about these Mm -hmm. papers and projects yeah it's like it's hard it's like fine and it's manageable but it's just kind of like at any given moment we've talked about it a hundred times in the podcast there's there's always something that i could be doing yeah
0: so it's good it's fine Running a job whilst in school is not the most fun. Yeah, it's activity a tough either. Society is, I don't know. There's, I mean,
1: lots of facets of society that need some help. We live we, in a society. We really do. Yeah, in a we society. do. We do in that, don't we? Shout out George. Um, we, but yeah, it's it's hard because they expect you to come out of college with job experience, but university professors expect you to not work while you're in their classes. Like, my wife, whenever she goes in to meet with these professors, she'll be like, I don't know. Like, uh, there have been times when she's been like, I don't know how I'm supposed to keep up with this rate of work. And they'll say, oh, like, tell me how you manage your time. And she'll be like, okay, well, I work 20 hours a week. And I do this and this. And they'll be like, oh, you work? That's your problem. You need to quit your job. And then really? you Really? Yeah. She's been told that by several of her professors. And she's not even in, like, a graduate program. She's in an undergraduate nutrition Why program. in the world? And none of her peers in her classes work jobs their parents pay their tuition well that's what's happening most of the time some of them are in debt but most of them have help from their parents wow. that's and so, crazy to me. yeah so it's like they expect her to not work and to just grind school all the time and to study 50 hours a week but then when we graduate all jobs expect her to have been working all throughout yeah. college so i don't have it as bad as she does An english major is definitely not as rigorous as a stem major but yeah just a lot on the mind wow yeah it's all good but i still find that here's probably my main problem is that amidst all of these real adult issues i still find ways to oh, our feet touch too this is really nice Gosh, it's, uh, <laughs> it was an accident <laughs> sure that's what they all say um i see you wear your extra clean tube socks today for a reason um <laughs> amidst, amidst, they're always clean bro <laughs> <laughs> Amid- amidst all these adult problems, I still find ways to waste a metric butt ton of time on very unadult things.
0: the Pokemon?
1: I haven't played Pokemon in like a month. Thank you very much. Got boring. <laughs> Pokemon FireRed only has so much joy inside of it. <laughs> Maybe I'll revisit it, but... No, um, mostly just like TV and like... Mm. reading stuff that isn't for school and i don't know just dinking around i mean spending time on this podcast is kind of something like that it's not unadult but it's also not like contributing to my career so i've I've watched quite a bit of television in the past couple months Hmm. what have you been watching (laughs) Hmm. well my wife and i we like to play this game where we convince ourselves that we're capable of being productive and doing homework while we watch tv so we put our laptops on our laps, and we put on a show. And Michelle's actually pretty good at it. She actually gets things done. My laptop just goes dark, and I don't even notice for, like, two hours. Because <laughs> I'm watching TV with a laptop on my lap. Yeah, so yeah. She's been... Uh, I mean, I've watched it, too, and I don't hate it. But we've been watching The Vampire Diaries together. You don't hate it? I Have you watched it before? No. It's, like, interesting. It's... It's kind of a classic, like, teen vampire drama where... All right. We make, not classic, isn't it? Right? Yeah, it's like... But, mm-hmm. but every episode, there's, like, eight plot twists... Or when I miss an episode, like I need Michelle to debrief me for like thirty minutes so that I understand what's happening in really? the episode I missed Yeah, intricate? There's a lot of plot machinations. <laughs> but at the same time, sometimes it kind of feels like the writers are just always scrambling to come up with some new thing that needs to happen, some new technicality in like the lore of the vampires. It's drama. It's so, drama, yeah. Man. It doesn't sometimes it doesn't feel like they plan ahead very much, so it just feels like every week they're like Oh that guy you thought was dead Well now he's alive And he has this new kind of magical weapon That can kill everyone that matters in the show And the only way to kill him is to go all the way to this place And get this one specific kind of weapon And dip it in this maple syrup You got from the stomach of a Leprous goat And then stab him through the heart and then he dies And then you have two episodes of them getting that leprous maple syrup Goat juice and then right before they wow. stab him, they find out, oh, but he actually has this magic ring that prevents him from being murdered. <laughs> and, then, and then, so then he goes, and, and it's like every episode we is can't some, win. Yeah, there's always like a new details coming yeah. out. And sometimes it's exhausting, but it's also really engaging. But it's fine. It's a good show. We've watched a lot of it, though, and I think I'm getting tired of it. So what, what's sad is that we witnessed the um, conclusion of WandaVision last week. Ooh, yes i mean you thought too i did thoughts <laughs> it's like it's news Ooh, well, tell me, what,
0: what, what did you think after finishing what did i season? think yeah. um i thought it, like the whole thing was good the ending it wrapped up nicely yeah. i thought i wasn't yeah. like whoa this is so crazy and yeah. this and that i like the little post credit stuff yeah a little cliffhanger to lead us yeah, into like, Yeah, okay, cool, we'll get to think about it but um yeah, I just thought it was all nice. It gave me, it gave me good answers. Left mm-hmm. room for me to think about some things. Yeah, left just, left room it was, for them to continue in the MCU. It was solid. My my prediction. Okay. Uh, white vision. Yeah, is that what we call him? I don't know. I li- I like calling him baby baby blue
1: vision. Baby it's blue, sweet baby blue vision. Right. It's probably more of a white, that's, but that's nice. I like that baby blue. Yeah, see, it's a BB-W. sweet sweet baby blue. Can't forget that.
0: Oh, sweet baby blue. <laughs> yeah. Um, he bounced, just like yeah. So kinda what's, your, randomly what's your prediction? They they fall in love. Yeah, it's kind like, disappointing to be honest. Like, I that's what I think is gonna happen. Like, right. he'll come I think, back. I think, I think so like, too. I think that they teach me how to be. They have
1: funny. a hard time getting rid of characters unless they've had a twelve movie arc like Iron
0: Man and Captain America did. Yeah, you know? that's a good point. I I think so. Here's why. I also didn't like it when they changed his eyes to normal eyes. Oh, you like the blue eyes? I like the bionic ones
1: yeah weird. I, I thought they were cool like, oh. too but i think they probably had to have him be a little bit more human because i think you're right i think they're going to connect him with wanda again and he can't have robo eyes and they're not going to have any romantic moments while she's staring <laughs> into siri or whatever into hal 9000
0: <laughs> i love you dave dude dave i feel it side note i watched inception last night my okay, friends were watching it all right and i was like hey we're watching it. cool stop so bye. i've heard of that movie and um Uh, Scarecrow, what's his name? I want to say Murphy. Killian Murphy, you're right. Is it? Yeah. Anyways, when he goes into the final room, and then it's his dying dad, that room looks like the room in 2000. Oh, like the end. Yeah, Space Odyssey. Okay. I, used, I, like, it, I, I, was I was in kind of a
1: fugue state at the end of that movie because after watching 15 minutes of psychedelic colors flying by, I was like, okay, <laughs> well, this has got to be over sometime. Come on. <laughs> so, like, the yeah, when he sees himself done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about uh, Space Odyssey, Space Odyssey 2000. 2001,
0: by the way. Side yeah. note, Christopher Nolan is very inspired by that movie. By like so cool, Stanley I realized the last night, oh, that's kind of based off of The Room from 2000. Mm, so. And it's similar in that,
1: like, Both rooms
0: are in the deepest portions of their psyche. Yeah. Like you're
1: inside Dave and then you're inside Killian Murphy's character whose name I would never be able to tell you. The name's in Inception besides Maul. I don't, I can tell you a single name in that movie. Cobb. I just, when you watched it yesterday, you have that benefit. (laughs) I was going to say, all I know is that all the names, not all of them, but if you take most of them, they spell out dreams. So. Whoa. Yeah, except for Cobb, apparently. And no, I'm realizing letter C doesn't fit into that word. <laughs> <laughs> that was just like a
0: meme that went around in like Creams. 2014. <laughs> Dreakums. I'm thinking there's something with the names. I was thinking about them. Okay, because like in, in uh, Tenet, the names are a, a palindrome, probably right. like a big palindrome. It's the,
1: the square palindrome. Yeah, yeah. Because it's Seder, Tenet, Opera. Opera. There's two more words I can't remember. <laughs>
0: But yeah, but yes, yes, it's a it's a four way palindrome. It's very cool. You should Google it. And I'm wondering if Inception has something to do with the names too. Because
1: so. I thought it was just because of dreams. I thought they were just trying to do the dreams. Uh, I don't know acronym. Anyways, Anyways so more ma- on that later. So we'll, th- th- we'll figure that out. <laughs> yeah, when we inevitably do an Inception episode. When so my thoughts on Wandavision, <laughs> I I agree with you. It was good, and I wasn't like it didn't like upset me or anything. I just think that they've kind of had this. Um, this growing crescendo of a season-long arc, of her coping with her grief and kind of like the I feel like the second to last episode, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, I just really loved. It was really well written, really emotionally yeah. good. But this last episode, it was just kind of like, all right, like that's it. It was just fine,
0: you know. Yeah, it was just a lot of
1: fighting and CGI.
0: Enough, enough resolution too. You're like, cool.
1: Yeah, it was like kind of a lot of CGI where it's like, I'm not like disliking it but it's not like emotionally involving me Mm -hmm. i'm just watching wanda swirl around and shoot blasts of energy at agatha for like 10 minutes and i i was kind of disappointed at the cliffhanger because i was hoping that one i was hoping that with vision would die for good like both visions Mm. because for her, I feel like they've spent all this time on her grief and her coping with grief, but then to just have him be alive again with all of his memories. I was like, that seems kind of like a cop out because they want to make another vision movie or another vision TV show or something. Yeah, I was like, that kind of lame. You've done all this work to help her mourn, let her mourn and recover. And then the cliffhanger that they did give was like, fine. and It was interesting, but I was kind of hoping that they would give an interesting enough cliffhanger that would make it clear that they're going to do another season of wandavision hmm. but the way things stand i don't think they will i think that they're just going to bring know. them back yeah. into movies maybe they'll do a wanda movie i think what's more likely is that they'll just, just be in the, the next movie yeah i just think they'll just be in the next avengers movie i don't know i don't know it was like good it's fine and it's over now and i guess I was be- good i guess i was hoping to be like when it ended, like oh my gosh, I'm counting down the days till the next Wandavision property comes out. That's what I was hoping would happen because that's how I felt before the season finale. Okay, but as of right now, it's kind of like, all ah, right, it was good, and I really did enjoy that season. Um, but. You wanted, like, a lead way
0: into the next yeah,
1: segment. Yeah, I feel like they, they set themselves up where there were some opportunities they could have taken to make it really interesting mm. that they didn't take. Like, for some reason, having sweet, sweet baby blue vision shoot into the sky and then just not show up for the rest of the episode, that was lame to me. I was like, yeah, he, I agree. He, he would have been an interesting cliffhanger. Like, maybe he's out Agreed. doing something weird. Like, seeing him do something evil instead of Wanda, that would have been like, whoa.
0: But... <laughs> Okay. Also, they keep bringing back the uh, green shape shifting people. Oh, uh, the Cree. Tires me nuts. Yeah. Tired of them. Yeah. And we also don't know like what's going on because we saw Samuel Jackson chilling. Yeah, he was taking a break, and they were just like acting as him. And now we have it again in Wandavision. So yeah, I'm like, true. what is happening? Yeah, is I, it's like. To me, it kind of feels like Marvel, this is totally
1: speculative, and me acting like I know anything about filmmaking. It it feels like they're just kind of floundering to find out the path of the next phase of The Avengers. And so they kind of kept the Kree around as kind of like this. Because in the first couple of phases of The Avengers, Samuel Jackson was kind of like the connection between all the movies. Yeah, He would make these little appearances that would give us these teases, and we'd be like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? Um, especially in the before the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Especially in those post credit scenes, we were all psyched out of our minds to find out like There how he is, all there he is, he's back, he's back. Yeah, and that's what led to Avengers being like the most profitable movie ever at the time. Mm-hmm. Until endgame, obviously. Um and but I feel like they're trying to do that a little bit with the Cree. Mm-hmm. Like those are they're kind of trying to establish this a little bit of a tease for like this thread yeah. between all of the different Marvel properties for this next phase. But they're just not as interesting. Like there's not as much mystery around them. They were cool. I thought they were cool in Captain Marvel, like, as a part of that movie. I agree. Um, but other than that, it's just kind of like... Rah, rah. Yeah, because I'm just
0: like... Yeah, it kind of feels like a cop-out, too, because like this, it's this character, and it's like, oh, psych. We're Kree. That's yeah, what they are, Kree. I think so. We are these aliens. And I'm just like, all right, like, okay. That sucks, yeah. Anyways. Personal, personal We'll see. Opinion. Anyways,
1: yeah, we won't rant about WandaVision anymore. We did, like, a whole episode on it a couple weeks ago. It was
0: there. good. I like that... The resolution was good. I got enough answers. Yeah, and that's what I like. And I'm like, yeah, it was good. It was fine, and it's over, and it was good. There was anything like insane. If I was disappointed, it's because
1: I probably set my expectations too high. Mm. But I don't. That's the key, McKay. Yeah, just never have expectations of anything, and you'll never be disappointed. You'll also never be happy. Debatable.
0: Your week, uh, week was good. Um, I went to a, a Shrek party for a, a bit. Shrek party, yeah, Shrek party. They uh, they <laughs> made like green pancakes and had Shrek pictures on the walls and watched Shrek, and it was pretty cool. Shout out, <laughs> Shrek. Some poor person is left with a bunch of Shrek pictures <laughs> after the party's over. What do I yes. do with these? It's all I ever wanted. I should have gone back, all like, I hey, what wanted. are you gonna do with those pictures? <laughs> That was, that was neat. That's a fun. For sale. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought this was a Shrek art exhibit. And been working out, working on my fitness, feeling good. Uh, he's Obvious, my witness. Obviously, you dun, can dun, see dun, dun, dun. underneath yeah. my long Yeah, I know. First, can you sleeve. feel the radiating strength? Mm. Mm.
1: Working on mm. my fitness. He's my witness. That's not. I don't think that's the word. Should that line.
0: It was I mean? I've been running less, which has kind of been weird for me. Okay but it's like good to work tell me out.
1: do you i think i know your answer to this question but like do you
0: enjoy running like while you're running
1: or is there Depends something you, on the or day. is it something that usually
0: you usually okay the first mile no i hate the first mile that's what everyone says and once i break through that i'm chilling i'm enjoying it
1: okay because for me people have always said that like oh or like once you get in shape um you yeah. start to enjoy it more or you like want to go running or you hit runners high and then it's like you can run forever But I've, I mean, I'm in pretty awful shape right now, but I've had ups and downs in my life. I was in really good shape, like most people are, coming out of high school
0: Mm
1: -hmm. after doing sports and stuff for a long time. And even my first couple years of college, I was in really good shape. But even then, even in my best shape, I've never, like, I've done races too. I did Ragnar where I had to run like eight miles. That's probably the longest I've run consecutively. I mean, it was like 20 miles it's a good in way, the so. race, but eight miles was like my one leg. Um, but I never in any point in that race or in any of my long runs I've ever done. Have I ever felt like I'm enjoying what I was doing? It's yeah. always felt like, and maybe this is because I'm just not meant to be a runner. have God set me up to not be a runner. It's his fault not mine. Um, Like, I just never have felt like I've hit the runner's high. Like, I've never gotten into it and been like, this is enjoyable to me. It's just always Mm -hmm. something that I do
0: because I want to be in better shape. And I know it's a good thing for me. So Yeah, I think my attitude towards it is like, okay, I just got to get through this. I got to, like, push through. And then I get to a point, usually when I hit the runner's high, or, like, after the first mile. I mean, like, sometimes, yeah, it just sucks all the time, like, all the way through. But I listen to music, and I just kind of enjoy, like, if the weather's good, too. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not really, like, racing against anyone. I'm usually just, like, having a good time. Just, mm-hmm. like, running, listening to music. Yeah. Thinking. I don't know. It's just, like, for me, it's just kind of, like, a clear, clear my mind kind of time. And, like, I'm doing it for my fitness, but I'm also just, like, working on enjoying it myself. Right. Like I'm just going to have fun. Maybe,
1: with this. yeah, maybe I'm just not very good, and maybe I need to practice at, like, Clearing my head because I feel that when I play like team sports with people, or even yeah. just like solo sports, like like when that's the time when exercising never feels like work to me is when I'm playing like basketball or volleyball or we've been playing a lot of pickleball lately, which yeah. isn't as rigorous, but even then, like when we play one on one, it can be pretty uh, intensive. But like that's when I like my head is clear of all the things I'm worrying about, and I feel like I can just focus on that and like just enjoy that. But running is hard for me because maybe it's because in my mind the goal is to be more fit Hmm. um i spend my time thinking about that yeah whereas when i'm doing sports the goal is to like win the sport and so you focus on that okay maybe maybe that's maybe that's my my faulty mindset that makes it so sucky for me but Hmm. i recently i just told i just finally hit this like epiphany i was like wow i don't have to like it like i felt i always felt this guilt like i need to become a runner it's and the only reason i don't like it is because i'm not in shape but then I was thinking, like, wait, even when I was in shape, I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't have to like it. I can like explore other ways to to get cardio. So. Yeah.
0: There's a there's an athlete for North Face, and just how she trains is just having fun, just like running around the woods and playing games. To I don't know. I just like I watched that. And like that's really cool. And I just think for me, running is just like fun. Yeah. Fun time. Yeah. Like just that's my mindset towards is like I'm gonna do it to exercise. Eventually, I'm gonna feel good because I did it, and I'm just like I'm just gonna have fun with it, enjoy the day, yeah. enjoy the air. Anyway, so that's my mentality. I think yeah, a lot of it just depends on your mentality towards yeah. it. Yeah, and I've experienced that more with cycling. I've mm.
1: it's similar in that it's a similar kind of cardio, and it's similar that it sucks really bad until you get in shape. Yeah, but I feel like the curve for me of cycling has been more fun like i hit a point where i'm where i just enjoy it and i'm like excited to go out and bike again yeah and so. you're like
0: going somewhere new yeah i mean depending on like your route and stuff are you like seeing you new like, things and you can like stop for a couple of seconds and still be moving that's a
1: that's an underrated <laughs> blessing of cycling is coasting if freaking rules or downhills oh my gosh unless you're in a fixed gear yeah don't
0: become a cyclist a
1: fixed gear bike <laughs> rookie mistake <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's been a good week. That's um, good. there's this brand called Online Ceramics that I really like. Online Ceramics. What do they? Do? Yeah. What does that mean? What do they they mean? have like a T-shirt brand. <clears throat> okay. So not make like stuff too. Originally, I found out this week their website, their brand, and everything is called Online Ceramics because initially it was a website for their for themselves and their friends to sell their ceramic hmm, work on. But then, like, hey, that's actually kind they of sounds cool. Retail. Like, let's make shirts. Into textiles? Yeah, yeah <laughs> to the textiles industry. Mm. Um, but they're really cool. They got a cool, like, vintage thing that I've been trying to use for inspiration for my current job and what I'm doing. But anyways, I found out that they branched into online radio.
1: Oh, interweb radio. That was the yes, tease. Yes, interweb oh my gosh, radio. I'm thrilled. Culmination of the tease from hours ago. Was like- <laughs> so, online radio is kind of
0: it's a thing it is a thing i don't think a whole lot of people listen to it unless like you're really into a certain artist or like so what platform do they use like do they stream like on their own website or so yeah they have a own website for it. it's called alara.fm or alara.world and it's like way cool Mm -hmm. i've been really digging it um they just have like old trippy like stuff (laughs) and i don't know the music was actually like really good on some of the the episodes i listened to um but like apple music has radio so like frank ocean i'm a big fan of has blonded radio
1: well and and so so that's like that what you're describing is essentially what sirius xm is too it's internet radio um they also broadcast it over the airwaves, but, I mean, it's also, like, what iHeartRadio kind of started is taking radio and moving it online so that people can listen through their smartphones.
0: Yeah, and it can be... It's kind of different, too, because, like, sometimes some radio stations or radio websites... They're, like, mixed, I guess. But radio websites, some of them will be, like, a continual 24-7 stream. Right, like terrestrial radio, like traditional radio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, those are just, like, two-hour sets or something. And so, kind of, like, with... Ezra Koenig and those guys at um, Apple Time Crisis
1: okay Time Crisis
0: kind of the same thing like it's a talk show but they also include music into it too that's
1: what I've been working on that's been my job for three years now is working on radio and we we stream online like in that same way
0: yeah so So it's super it's I don't know it's cool you can find like lots of interesting cool things because like the radio radio they listen to in your car not my favorite they just play the hits and it's the same thing over and over again the commercials are annoying but online radio is cool because I'm finding all these kind of like obscure little subgenres and interesting, unique music that I haven't heard before, and mm-hmm. just like unique, interesting people. I
1: think you would like Sirius XM. I think you should check it out. I do. I, like I grew Maybe. up having it. Okay, have yeah. you listened to it like recently? Because uh, it's also it's essentially what you're talking about as well, but with an ex an added level of like curation. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it, it's got its issues, but it's a lot of that. It's a lot of.
0: It's a lot less of just. I think Sirius is like great. I think it's really cool. Yeah. I think this, though, is just kind of a lot of it is driven by people who are like in these subcultures and different things. So it's kind of like a little more.
1: I mean, and yeah, there's a lot of. Channel
0: 36 was my favorite. Alt Nation growing up. And he's on 8. CXXM, Channel 143. Listen to my show every morning. (laughs) What was? Five to seven Pacific time. Shoot. My grandpa listens to, I think it's Watercolors Jazz really really sets the mood i was gonna say i can i don't listen to it anymore because i can't afford it but it's expensive
1: yeah but if you when you get a it, new car though because i use your six months of series XM yeah. XM or whatever <laughs> real nice yeah. but anyways well there's a lot of sorry no please, please 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 this web radio thing it's kind of become very popular recently for like political pundits okay um i can't say i've seen it a lot I, I, not that the sides matter but I can't say I've seen it a lot from like liberal political pundits maybe but I've seen this a lot from kind of the far right mm. like Alex Jones I don't know if you know who that is or Ben Shapiro uh-huh. they're their kind of whole thing right now is like web streaming radio shows um, which I have varying degrees of disagreeance with some of those guys but that's besides the point but yeah I think it's kind you of had become, to plug that in yeah I mean I <laughs> I don't want to promote Alex Jones because I think he's an awful person, but some of these other guys are fine. But I, yeah, I think it's kind of come become more of a publicly recognized media forum recently Mm -hmm. because of that. Um, and because especially around the election, a lot of those guys have gotten a lot of attention on their take something. So,
0: yeah, you're getting like the streamlined or maybe not streamlined, but there's like, it's getting more well known. It's more like accepted and people are kind of getting into it. Yeah. There's also kind of like the underground online radio stuff. And that's like, yeah, kind of what i've been finding a little bit here and there which is also why i think sorry i keep an you.
1: which is also why i think some of these political guys get into it especially because some of these further right guys they're kind of have this crusade against quote-unquote censorship Mm. which uh, sometimes there's real censorship sometimes it's them wanting to say offensive things on uh, public radio and then them getting kicked away from their production company which is the case with alex jones he says some awful things about Sandy Hook and then he gets kicked off of his production company and he says they're censoring him. So then he makes his own streaming web thing. And so okay. it's like, they go into it because they are unrestrained by like, companies and restrictions of that interesting but i can also see which is probably what you're going into and so i keep pulling it back into Can I just
0: talk about music
1: <laughs> yeah is that like as an independent creator you're free to create however you want without having to hit like public radio deadlines and production exactly. uh, quotas and having to you can curate it yourself and create
0: your own whatever you want so yeah sorry <laughs> yeah so back to the music um <laughs> yeah we'll stop talking about politics <laughs> anyways it's sick and recently, SoundCloud just released a statement saying that they're now going to allow fan powered royalties. Okay. And so people will be able to pay for SoundCloud artists directly instead of like paying for a subscription and kind of gets dispersed through streams. It's right, like, right. Or oh, really like, "What this person's doing, I'm going to pay them."
1: So fan power royalty would be similar to like um i'm trying to think of another example like patreon pa- patreon twitch patreon yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like old well, Patreon is like the word that they based on yeah yeah twitch so like you can pay twitch directly too. to your creator rather than like netflix or like sirius xm where you pay for a subscription and yeah that trickles down to the creator but the creator doesn't necessarily get a uh, an exact commission based on how many listeners they have which they would which, SiriusXM is lame because, sorry, I'm diverting it again. They don't actually tell you how many listeners they have. They don't release oh, any listening Interesting. Information. So, as someone who works for a show that is data. syndicated on SiriusXM, they will never tell us if we're doing well or not. All they'll tell us is every five years, they'll say, yes, we want to renew our contract or no. And so, like, if you're doing, so like, whack. Yeah, so they just renewed their contract with BYU Radio, which who I work for. And so that was like our only sign in the last five years that our shows were doing well uh-huh. was that they renewed our contract. But other than that, it's just like, well, we hope that we're getting a lot of listeners on there. And we assume we are because they keep letting us put yeah, content on. that's
0: really interesting.
1: But anyway, so yeah, this is the the opposite of that. You get past that by doing fan-powered royalties. It allows them to directly connect to their creators.
0: So yeah. that's interesting. on SoundCloud. Which I think is cool. And you're seeing it pop up more and more. It's just like fan-powered royalties. Mm-hmm. Which I think is cool because it's giving people the chance to make something that they want to make getting support directly right. instead of like posting free content, hoping that someone will like sponsor them. Yeah. You know? It's like, yeah. Hey, if you like my stuff, support me. know, well, maybe I'll give you like this exclusive content. Right. If you support me. So yeah. I think it's really neat. Can and it's you kind imagine
1: of, putting out free content and just waiting to be sponsored? That would be crazy. Yeah. We I would know. never do that lululemon i'm Unhydrated. so waiting for you <laughs> i'll start a patreon Come if through. we ever have real listeners.
0: <laughs> but um i think it's cool and it's just yeah. interesting to think too like you know this is kind of an emerging it's not an emerging market maybe it the is the Empire royalties system yeah i think it like I, it's I a new it's a approaching thing yeah it's like a so blossoming business model
1: i think yeah especially with the pandemic there are some sites some of them Um, sketchy that have kind of uh, made this a very popular business model Mm -hmm. especially because everyone's moving online so different kinds of creators need to find new ways to make money Mm -hmm. and just putting your crap up on Spotify and waiting for your one cent per one million streams Which is, that's the reason why, like, Taylor Swift didn't have any music on Spotify for, like, 10 years. Yeah. Because, and I think they finally cut her a good deal. But that's the reason why people avoid that is because you are making a lot of hard-earned content for a very low return on investment. It's giving more power to the
0: creators. Yeah. So, it's a really good thing. And
1: I think it empowers the platform, too, because, one, they do still take, like, they do skim a little bit off the top. I'm sure. But like i feel like i have more trust in a platform like twitch or patreon or now soundcloud because i know that they're letting me directly support a creator whereas it's kind of frustrating when i feel like my people that i care about are only getting a tiny percentage of the money i'm giving when i don't care about 90 percent of the other creators on the platform really mm-hmm. so yeah
0: yeah it's sweet and that's it's interesting cool. to think like what The future will look like moving forward. Like, are people going to go to these production companies? Are they just going to do crowdfunding and do it themselves?
1: Yeah. Like, why even wait for a deal from a record label when you can put music out yourself and build your own following? Or the same with like publishing. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people have been self publishing recently. Yeah. I was
0: looking into it myself.
1: Yeah. Which is very cool. But it's also like when you get, especially because the publishing world has kind of, um, consolidated over and over again through different acquisitions where it's it was the big five book publishers mm-hmm. this year i can't remember which ones but one of them acquired one of the other ones so now oh. it's just the big four so there's four main humongous book publishing companies random house is one of them uh there's a bunch there's three more <laughs> i don't yeah, know yeah. i don't remember but there's there, a there, bunch like three. i mean if i listed them for you you'd recognize the names because you All see right. them on the spine of the books that you read yeah 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 and so it's like yeah if you can get into those companies, you're set up with millions of dollars of marketing and publication and, and PR at your disposal. But it's so hard to get into one of those companies. Yeah. And they have a trillion, you know, satellite smaller offices and like small companies within them. But it's still like impossible. And so giving power to authors, to music creators, to just put it out there through YouTube, through Twitch, through i mean what we're doing we're independent creators we have no we're we are doing this too you know yeah so it's cool that it, it's allowing it, it i mean i guess for me as an independent podcaster myself it's kind of scary because it's like because everyone can do it everyone like it raises the bar for everyone like if i want to
0: get this to produce more like better quality content
1: yeah you need higher quality you need to create more content like you think of like it's the free market baby at work (laughs) yeah freaking that invisible hand man he sucks (laughs) like you think of like like logan paul and jake paul they're the first ones come to mind they're kind of pioneers of like not pioneers but they kind of bought into the vlogging sphere okay and they've been some of the most profitable off of Mm. it they're not pioneers of it like casey neistat was one of the vlogging players but they've made probably 10 times as much money as casey neistat they're outrageously wealthy. Did, yeah. yeah. Well, and they've they've bought into all of the trends without worrying about like mm-hmm. he's nice that's more worried about creating something worthwhile. I feel like yeah. the Paul brothers just kind of suck a little bit. <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying is it's like you have like they just create so much content. They published the a video every single day with weekly videos that were longer and like everything was clickbait and everything bought into current trends. Okay, and so they can they they're just like pushing out thousands of hours of content that are all tailored to search engine optimization and to get 12 olds to click on it. And -hmm. they're making so much money. It's hard for like us. We're trying to make a good show and we want it to, you know, be relevant. And I feel like it, it is meaningful and I feel like people would like this show, but it's hard for me to see a path to a solid listener base when there are a thousand other shows with two white guys talking about movies and their feelings that anyone could choose from you know that's, that's Sounds a, so emo that's, when you put it that's like a that. bad synopsis of the podcast <laughs> so yeah it's like a great thing and i'm happy that creators are empowered but it's also scary to know that the bar is raised um yeah and like it, it kind of feels like my voice will be drowned out amidst everyone else I no matter what
0: i think if you're authentic then it's like people vibe with that yeah you know like the the clickbait and the perfect things only go so far i
1: totally agree and i don't
0: I, think, I honestly don't respect the Paul Brothers content at all. I think it's true. totally I manipulative. Don't, I don't know their stuff, but they suck. Sure. <laughs> it like cool, like like this underground stuff or like this online ceramics, Lara radio. It's like uh-huh. it's cool because they're with their vibe. Like this is what they want to do. It's like the right. music. This is like weird. It's not popular. It's like show me I it's so cool to like see what other people are passionate about and learn about this new person, this new culture mm-hmm. and like take things in. It's like You know, one day I might lifting listening to I don't know African music, then like drill, and then like UK like yeah. you can can
1: experience this culture that you would never be exposed to.
0: It's so it's so cool, and so like the world's kind of becoming. I mean, it has been just becoming more flat, quote unquote. Like, (laughs) what are you trying to say? It's round. It's round. Okay, okay. Just like our (laughs) our like exposure to different things it's like we are so much more connected and like exposed or can be if we allow ourselves to, to see those things. You just got to beat the algorithm.
1: Yeah. And it's, yeah, beat the algorithm, man. (laughs) And it's hard. That's a, that's a whole
0: nother conversation. Don't, don't even get me started on the algorithm. Don't get me
1: started. That's the hard thing is if you base like your enjoyment of your creation on like your numbers, like how well you listen, how many listeners you have or how much outreach you have, it, you, like you won't enjoy it I think mm-hmm. and that's what people always tell me like I do a lot of research about podcasts because I want our podcast to be successful, and I have other podcast ideas that I want to launch and things I want to explore because that's kind of the only skill I have right now is making podcasts um, and people are always like well if you're if you're stressed about numbers you're going to fizzle out and not keep doing it because inevitably it's going to suck and have low numbers for yeah. a long time which is like I I totally appreciate that and I understand that advice and I believe it but I also think there's a hard trade-off between it's hard to put time into something that doesn't bring back like revenue, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, totally. Like, cause it's a hobby and I'll, I don't, I don't expect hobbies to make money for me, but at the same time, like if it gets to the point where I'm, putting in too many hours into it, then it kind of start there needs to be some sort of return investment or at least some sort of break even point as far as monetary, but also just like a feeling like there's someone on the receiving end of the content you're creating. Mm. So it's, it's kind of hard balance for me in my mind because like for this podcast, like I love this podcast and we're going to keep making it and it's fun. And I like enjoy the way we can connect with each other and like put that out in the world. Um, but it, there's sometimes when it's like I have to tell myself, okay, I can't spend X amount of time on the podcast like I'm tempted to do because, like, it isn't bringing in money. Yeah, right? I can only I need to put a limit on how much time I put into this hobby because it is a hobby maybe like in my wildest dreams it'll get to the point where it actually pays for itself at the very least but i can't plan on that happening i need to just enjoy it while we're doing for sure it.
0: that's what's been so cool about my job that i have now uh-huh. it's like i'm doing all the stuff that i've been wanting to do but I couldn't because i wasn't getting paid to do it right yeah but now i'm getting paid to do it i'm like this is awesome like <laughs> you let you know me know do I mean? the that's stuff the that i job. want yeah. and like, i'm getting paid so that's the dream is to find a job where it- you do what you would want to do anyways, but yep. you also get money for it. And this fan-powered royalty system is only helping people to do those things.
1: It's true. It's true.
0: So shout out, yeah. shout out to that. Shout out to that. It's Com. a good thing.
1: Maybe I'm just intimidated, so that's why I'm complaining about it a lot, because I want, I want people to hear my podcast. You know, what Do I mean? what
0: you're going to do. I want people to give me dollars because they like my <laughs> podcast. But it's okay. You can sponsor us if you would like. Feel free yeah. to contact us at dot o t n o a f dot com yep
1: that's right i thought you were about to say something bogus and i was like no we really do have voice. <laughs> <laughs> or otnofpod at gmail.com or at otnof on instagram twitter facebook and pinterest yep lemon.
0: i'd love to collaborate <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep yeah and lamborghini <laughs>
1: Thank you for listening to opinions that no one asked for Anof is hosted by me mckay mendon and jordan sidereud and i did the editing original music this week just like every week was done by tyson sir if you like the show we would love to hear from you i we really want to connect with the people that are listening and tell us what you like and please tell us what you don't like we want to make the show better and we want to reach out to new people so it, help us do that connect with us on social media you know where to find us we'll see you next week